This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Every single person has to answer this question. Is there a being that exists outside of myself that we call God? And if that being exists, can he come into my life and affect me? I'm Dr. Sue Ellen Nolan, and this is my podcast, Authentic Faith in Life. Welcome. I'm Dr. Sue Ellen Nolan, and this is Authentic Faith in Life. Thank you again for joining me for my podcast. We were talking last time about Our Lady's role in birthing Jesus to the world and also birthing him into ministry, even though she knew that her heart would be pierced by a sword. She also knew that his mission and his purpose for the salvation of the world had to come into fruition, and she urged him forward. And she was also there, of course, throughout his life and his ministry and at the foot of the cross. And we'll talk more about that later, at a later podcast. But she was a, a genuine influence in my spiritual life when I came from being a Protestant. And it was clearly uh, something that was singularly exciting and new for me as a Catholic. I didn't ask for her to come into my life and do the things she did, but she did. And she led me towards Jesus. She pointed the way. And she ultimately told me firmly to do whatever he told me to do. And then eventually she faded into the background. And I've had many ongoing miracles and consolations knowing that God is real and that Jesus is working in my life. And ultimately, as Jesus became my spouse, in the sense that he was there for me, no matter what was happening in challenging and intimate moments, which he is there for each and every one of us. But during um, one of those initial um, experiences with Our Lady, again, in my early years of being a Catholic, it was uh, the year 2000, and I had my two older children at home. We were homeschooling them, and they were seven and nine, six and nine, around there. And um, again, Our Lady of Mechagoria pops in, I've always said that I never got to journey to Mary appearing on this mountain across the seas in in Bosnia-Herzegovina in this little hamlet called Mechagoria, but she brought the mountain to me. And I had taken my children on the birthday of my son, November 7th, 2000, his ninth birthday, I had taken them to the shrine of Our Lady Queen of the Universe in Orlando, Florida, because the visionaries, Yvonne and Visca, were going to be there, and they would have the apparition of Our Lady at a certain time. We initially got there, and I took my son to see Father to see Father Svet and receive a blessing from one of the priests of Mechagoria. And then afterwards, we made our way into the church and looked for seating in this vast building that was crowded with many, many people and uh, many people on pilgrimage to come to this particular place. Church was pretty full, but there happened to be an area set aside that was 
initially for a handicapped, and it wasn't very full. So the ushers motioned my children and myself up into these seats. They happened to be just a couple seats from the front, a couple pews from the front. And so we were very near the altar. And on the altar were Yvonne and Visca, and they were standing side by side and praying the rosary in Croatian. So we knelt down, and I began to pray the rosary in English, and as we knelt there, um, there was just such a beautiful, unearthly sense of peace uh, that I had experienced before when I had seen the visionary Yvonne in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, years prior. And as we watched them on the altar praying, in succession and in an instant, the two of them hit their knees, slam down on their knees together. And my first reaction was, whoa, holy cow, that could not be rehearsed. Boom, on their knees they went. And immediately their heads went up in the air and their eyes looked up directly in front of them, way up high, and their lips were moving. And Our Lady was appearing to them during those moments. Again, it was very peaceful and it was a beautiful time of supernatural prayer, without a doubt. And over the years, I had um, struggled with infertility. And in fact, I had not been able to get pregnant for four years prior to my son being conceived. And then um, we had had my daughter with the use of uh, fertility medication. But we had not had any children since then. My daughter was seven. And I thought that, you know, that was not going to happen for us. And I certainly had hoped to have more children. And infertility had been a tremendous struggle for anyone who's experienced it. You know, the ups and downs with that, the hopefulness dashed, um, stomped on uh, by a negative pregnancy test. And it was uh, an emotional journey that I certainly wasn't interested in um, going down more and for much longer. So there we are kneeling during this apparition. And as I'm peacefully observing I hear this inner voice, this inner knowledge, because the word voice doesn't sum it up. I hear this inner experience of Our Lady saying to me, you are going to have a baby. My first reaction was anger. It was anger. I just felt I couldn't bear going through another disappointment. And my first reaction was anger. And it moved me deeply, emotionally, deeply. And all these emotions are running through me, frustration, anger, joy, hopefulness, all of these things. And all I could feel was Our Lady saying to me to trust. So we left the Basilica, and we headed back down from Orlando to Fort Myers. And I just kept this tucked away in my heart, and I pondered it. A month later, early December, 
I was with another homeschooling mom, and we took our children to see Santa at Publix, which is an annual event. And while we were there, I started feeling continually nauseous. And my thoughts were, I must be getting the flu. But I felt continually nauseous and had this little bit of um, curiosity as to what was really going on. So uh, after the kids sat with Santa, then we headed back to my friend's house. And I was internally struggling with whether I should say anything to my friend or not, because if I said something, then I would have to take the chance of being so humiliated and crushed when I found out that it wasn't true, that I wasn't pregnant and couldn't possibly be. So I didn't say anything for a little while. And I finally needed to know and had to have an answer. And so I got the courage up to tell her that I was experiencing a lot of nausea and there was a potential that I might be pregnant, even though I couldn't imagine that happening. Well, as every good, faithful Catholic homeschooling mom, she had a pregnancy test in her cupboard. And so I took the test, and it was positive. So then I drove to the drugstore, and I got two more tests, and I brought them home. And I took those two tests, and they were positive. Our Lady had prophetically revealed an event in my life that was met with joy and excitement and jubilation. And my entire group of homeschooling moms and families were told what had happened. And and, uh, this pregnancy for my child was one of the most beloved times of my life. She was a beloved child from conception. Um, She was so well-loved by so many people, and her birth was uh, looked forward to, and she was definitely a miracle child. During the time of my pregnancy, sitting at Mass, we sang the Regina Chaley, and it was revealed to me after we had found out that she would be a girl, that her name would be Regina. And on July 24th, 2001, surrounded by family members and friends, there were actually about seven or eight people in the room with me. I labored for Regina's birth. I remember my mother showing up. She had flown in, and the minute she walked in the door, then I knew everything would be okay. My mama was there. I had a friend who had stones from the mountain in Mechagoria, and her and I stood over the bed I was laboring in, her on one side, me on the other, the rocks in my hand clasped my head, her hands around my, my hands, and us praying, praying for a safe delivery for this precious child that was coming into the world. Late in the afternoon, my beautiful, precious daughter, Regina, was born. Our Lady was the instrument to reveal to me a prophetic indication that this child would come, that this child would be born. That entire year of pregnancy and well afterwards, the thing that I was left with, the feeling that I knew the most, was not that Mary was the mother of Jesus or that Mary 
was such a significant part of my life or that Mary was special, the thing that I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt with every cell in my being, the thing that I knew was that God was real. He is real. Somehow he allowed his mother to step out of time and come to me in my time and give me this prophetic information that would culminate in this adorable, beloved little child, my baby girl, being born. God loves and adores us so much. He wants us to know that he's real. He wants us to know that there is a world outside of the world that we exist in that is real and that we are created in his image and in his likeness. And that image is the spirit of God, the God of goodness, and that we can be with him in eternity at the end of our lives and that he will come into our lives here while we journey on this earth. The kingdom is real. The kingdom exists. The kingdom is right now. We can participate in that kingdom in the mass in many ways, which we'll talk about at some point, but we also can participate in it in our relationship with God. He makes it real for us. When we invite him in, he cannot resist us. He loves us so much. We turn towards him. He turns towards us. He cannot resist us. He wants us to draw close to him. He wants us to be open to him. He wants us to just assent to believing the truth that he tells us. And he will be there. Thank you again for joining me. This is Dr. Sue Ellen Nolan with Authentic Faith in Life. It's a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Join me next time, and God bless. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Dr. Sue Ellen Nolan at Authentic Faith in Life on the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. You can find out more about me and my workshops and speaking events at AuthenticFaithInLife.info.